Americans are capable of achieving extraordinary things when they have the freedom and opportunity to do so. This is American Potential, and here's your host, Jeff Crank. All right, well, as everybody prepares this week for the big game, we're going to talk a little football. The Chicago Bears, the venerated Chicago Bears, have played in Soldier Field since 1971 but they're looking for a new place to call home. They have their eyes set on an old horse racetrack that's in the suburbs of Chicago called Arlington Heights. But the Bears say they need a little help to the tune of $5 billion. That's with a B, $5 billion to help pay for infrastructure for the surrounding commercial and residential development. The Bears plan to pay $197.2 million for the property and $2 billion for the stadium itself. The neighbors of Arlington Heights, well, they want the Bears to be their new neighbors, right? Who doesn't love their local football team, especially when it's a pro football team? But they don't want their property taxes to go up because of it. So you got to keep this in mind. These are everyday people, right, living. These neighbors are everyday people who work hard to pay their taxes. They're the little guy, so to speak, the one that politicians often say they care about. But when it comes to corporate welfare and economic development, cities often trample on the little guy. They're the ones that get forgotten. So today on the podcast, we have Americans for Prosperity, Illinois Deputy State Director Brian Costin to talk about what they are doing to stop this particular corporate welfare. Brian, thanks for being with us. How are you? Great. Thanks for having me on. So first of all, I mean, I guess I have to ask the inevitable question that everybody asks. I assume, are you a Bears fan? I am a lifelong Bears fan. Yes, I am. Okay, so you're well positioned to to lay this out because that's probably the first thing you get is, well, why don't you like the Chicago Bears? Of course you like the Bears, right? Um, so you're a lifelong fan. Why is? Let me ask why this fight is important, first of all, and, and second, why did you decide to get involved in this fight? Well, we have a philosophy of treating everyone equally before the law. So that's a, the goal of a lot of our policies uh, from our Americans for Prosperity chapter here in Illinois. And in Illinois, we have some of the highest uh, property taxes, highest corporate income taxes across the entire nation. And it's really a disservice to uh, both the business community and, and the political culture in the state of Illinois when you have uh, big popular companies that are getting special deals to reduce their taxes, uh, but everyone else has to pay a higher rate. It's not fair. Um, so we've seen a number of these deals um, in the state of Illinois where uh, big companies are offered uh, reduced taxes or tax subsidies. Um, and a lot of times they've ended up failing. Uh, Sears and Hoffman Estates was a famous one, was one of the biggest uh, 
packages and state history. And Sears is you know, now basically a bankrupt company that's vacated the Sears Tower and vacated much of the property they had out in Hoffman Estates. Uh, Mitsubishi had an auto plant that got huge subsidies uh, and they ended up vacating that as well. Um, so a lot of times when politicians are trying to pick wiz- winners and losers in the economy, they end up picking wrong and the other taxpayers have to foot the bill for some of these mistakes and we're trying to get out in front of this in arlington heights where the chicago bears are attempting to purchase a property and build a stadium and real estate development in the area you know what what always amazes me about and it's not just this story right it's any of these stories and you know we're fighting battles like this uh, in tennessee and we fought them in other states but but essentially it's it's a sports team the owner is usually you know worth many hundreds of millions of dollars if not billions of dollars and they're coming and asking for this this special uh tax status or however they frame it but the reality is that if if we give them that that somebody has to pay for that somewhere somewhere else and in this case it appears to be the property tax payers in a certain part of of this Arlington Heights uh, area, as I understand it. And so that people understand, because, you know, property taxes are around the around the country. They vary greatly. Some some states rely very heavily on property tax. Other states do not. But I mean, what is the property tax on a on a house? Let's say, I mean, I know I probably should have given you some warning that I was going to do this. So I'm not asking for an exact figure, but property tax is expensive in Illinois, is it not? Yeah, absolutely. We have the second highest property taxes in the nation, uh, just behind New Jersey. Um, In Arlington Heights, the most recent rate that we saw was 2.36% of home value. So that means if you have a $100,000 home, you're paying $2,360 a year in property taxes. Um, it's it's really high uh, in some places in Illinois. It gets above 3% or 4%, um, but it's still very high in Arlington Heights, and it's much higher than the national average, which is closer to 1%. So you're talking about uh, approximately a, a property tax rate that's double the national average or even more. So, you know, you've got these stadiums around the, the, the country, and I know it's the new thing is to have a brand new, shiny stadium. And, and cities and states do this all the time, uh, you know, and usually the little guy, like I, like I said, doesn't have anybody there to advocate for them or, or fight for them. That's what you're doing in this situation. Uh, why don't the Bears, why don't they just renovate the stadium that they have? Soldiers Field's been around a long time. Why do they say they can't do that and stay in Chicago? Well, that's a great question. Actually, they already went to the taxpayers once uh, to do that in um, the early 2000s. There was like a $660 million renovation done to Soldier Field at the behest of the Chicago Bears. Um, And they haven't finished paying that off. In fact, they still have about even though it's 20 years later, they still have about 650 of that $660 million left to pay off. Wait, 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 bear- wait, 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 wait a minute, Brian. Wait a minute. Yes. So in 2004, they yeah. they did renovations uh, totaling $660 million, 
And those were paid for by who? The Bears or the taxpayers? Well, the, the Bears paid about $200 million in. The rest of it was paid by state and local taxpayers, and it's still being paid. And because of the crazy way that they structured the bonds, it was basically an interest-only loan for many, many years. And now the, the payments are ballooning. But the Bears are threatening to leave uh, while there's still huge sums of money that need to be paid by the taxpayers to to finance it 600 and they still owe 650 out of the 660 million correct because they were just paying interest only right oh my goodness this and so if they were to leave would they be would would they be defaulting on the on the 650 million well so the the rent that the bears pay is about six to seven million dollars per year the payments are about right now they're about 45 to 50 million dollars a year and they're going to go up every single year until they reach about 85 million dollars a year and so what happens is that they raise the hotel tax in the city of chicago to help pay for that they get state funds um they get property tax dollars as well because um really they have to finance this through other means when those revenues don't come in as they they were kind of kind of promised that it would be pay for itself um, it never really does pay for itself. So um, the Bears are trying to hop from one disaster and potentially creating a new disaster in Arlington Heights. And we are sounding the alarm to try to protect taxpayers. So this is a little confusing, but it sounds like the Bears are that the, 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 the mayor of Chicago has offered the Bears two billion dollars on top of the six hundred and sixty million from 2004, another two billion to add a dome to soldier field. Mm -hmm. Um, So why, why are they, why are they not doing that? I mean, that would even be cheaper than this Arlington Heights thing. Not that that's cheap, but, but that's 2 billion more in taxpayer uh, subsidies of the bears. Yes. So that was interesting that the mayor put that out there. It is a publicly owned building um, and the bears really want is more control over the building um, so that they can control all of the different revenue uh, that comes into it. Um, they uh, would control all the merchandising, all of the food sales, all of the parking, et cetera. That's why they want to have their own stadium. Um, Mayor Lightfoot, who uh, kind of made that proposal without real details about where the city of Chicago would get the money to pay for that. Yeah. Um, the, the Bears kind of d- dismissed that almost immediately because I believe that they want to own their own property because that's really going to increase the value of the franchise the most and mm-hmm. make the most amount of profit for the people who own it. Do, do they do they plan on paying off the six hundred and fifty million that they still owe from two thousand four? Yeah, the Bears don't have an obligation to pay off the entire amount, but they do have a rental agreement. Yeah. And if they leave the um, Soldier Field Stadium early, um, they would have to pay a penalty. But I think it maxes out at about uh, somewhere between 80 and 90 million dollars. So, of course, that's less than one sixth of the yeah. remaining amount of money that's that's owed on the property. So really, they, they would be able to get out of Soldier Field without having uh to pay for it like the taxpayers will but this is this is crazy because you think about this the 660 million that was done in 2004 and the taxpayers are on the hook for this and it was i mean for government to do interest only 
uh, financing, you know, something like that. It's just inc- incredible that that they would do that. This is just an obligation that sat out there for all of these years, and I, I mean, it's just it, it's amazing. Um, so let's get let's fast forward, I guess, to today. Let's say that they were to leave Chicago and go and leave Soldier Field and go to Arlington Heights. Um, how does that affect the property taxes of the citizens right there in, in, in and around Arlington Heights? Well, I think the one really interesting thing that is the biggest threat to property taxpayers is that the bears have floated this TIF district concept, which is called tax increment financing. Yes. And basically what it means is that any increase in the value of properties within the district, that money would be captured by the TIF district. And the bears want that to be used to pay for infrastructure. Now, normally a developer has to pay for the infrastructure themselves. Local governments aren't sitting on billions of dollars to make these new infrastructure and investments like the bears would need um, it's something that the developers would have to pay Um, and so uh, that is a really big threat especially because the bears development includes a lot it's more than 50 percent residential um, and that would mean that there would be a lot more students heading to the local school districts But if the Bears get their wishes on a TIF district, it means that up to 96% of all the property tax revenues in this TIF district could go back to the Bears. Instead of paying for the normal things like school districts, like public safety, public infrastructure, uh, et cetera. And so there's a real big threat that this is going to be a massive increase in property taxes. We think it could be up to $200 million per year in a new property tax for uh, the people of the area that should have been going to um, local school districts and other taxing bodies. So it's a huge, huge threat. It's, again, where are the politicians that say they care about, you know, the average citizen? And and then there are people who are out there trying to do a deal like this. First of all, do you know how much, I assume the bears make money? Do they make money as a, as a business? Yeah, they're the fifth most profitable NFL franchise or uh, highest valued NFL franchise at almost $6 billion. Um, And if they had their own stadium, they would be reasonable that that value would go up significantly. Um, And so they do have money that even the NFL, um, they have a new TV deal worth $110 billion um, over the next 10 years. And the Chicago Bears take on that alone is about $3.4 billion. That's before selling a single ticket, a single hot dog, uh, a single car getting parked, a single jersey. Uh, the Bears have $3.4 billion in revenues coming down the pipeline uh, over the next 10 years or so. So why not just have the, the average taxpayer in, in, in that community just pick up the tab? I mean, this is what's so incredible about this. 
Yeah, it's crazy. And, and on one hand, like when they announced that they were thinking about this, they talked about uh, they pulled out an economic impact study and said, this is going to create so many jobs. It's going to be so wonderful. It's going to be so profitable, create tax revenues for all the overlapping taxing bodies. But then they do a 180 degree flip and they say, we can't do this project without massive taxpayer subsidies. So really, they're lying about one of the two things. One, that it'll be an economic boon for the Northwest suburbs or that it's a bankrupt idea and they need massive taxpayer subsidies for it to even stay afloat. So that's really uh, something that creates a lot of distrust. Um, the bears are talking out of both sides of their mouth. This is common with the NFL. Um, if, you know, we don't have any problem with the bears coming to Arlington Heights, if they play by the same rules that everyone else is expected to play by, it would be a wonderful asset to the Northwest suburbs of Chicago. Um, but reality, um, you know, they're trying to trade in on their public popularity to get massive deals from politicians um, that are not in the best interests of the taxpayers or the community. And that's what we're trying to to stand against, uh, to help the people of Arlington Heights and, and Illinois to protect themselves against corporate welfare deals just like this. And, you know, when I look at who pays here, I mean, obviously we're not when somebody comes in, we're not. The, our position is money isn't the solution to K through 12 education, right? That that's the more money you have doesn't always solve the problem, right? We believe in free market solutions in uh, education, but my goodness, when you've got a, a multi-billion dollar entity coming in and wanting to create a TIF and 96% potentially of the money made off of that tiff or the revenue from that tiff would go to the bears instead of to schools that i mean how in the world is that a good deal for the taxpayers it absolutely isn't a good deal um tiff districts have been abuse um they're the number one fastest growing area of property taxes um there's something close to a thousand tiff districts in the state of illinois um, over a billion dollars of TIF districts in Cook County alone, which is is more than what we spend on the entire county government through property taxes. I mean, and, and they uh, have the hospitals, they have the public works, they have the criminal justice system. And so we're spending more on corporate welfare related projects than we are on basic government services. And in the end, what it helps contribute to why we have the second highest property taxes in the nation here in the state of Illinois. Um, it's a big part of it. And so really uh, the way that we would much rather see this be addressed is Number one, treat everyone equally uh, underneath the law, because if everyone's equal, instead of trying to fight for a special deal over here for the Chicago Bears or another big developer somewhere else, uh, everyone would be in the same boat and realize that we have to buckle down and really try to address these big problems that are facing millions of taxpayers across the state of Illinois, rather than just a couple high profile uh, big businesses like the Chicago Bears. Yeah, and it's you've got Illinois is losing taxpayers, right? I mean, you're you're a state that as taxes go up, and this is this is a common problem in high tax states is that after a while people see what's going on and they say, you know, I'll just take my business, I'll take my wealth, and I'll go to a different state that is going to tax me less, 
so that I can produce more, give back more to uh, to the economy rather than to the government. And you're seeing this happen more and more in Illinois. Yeah, we, you know, we're down to 17 congressional districts in Illinois. At one time, we had 25 congressional wow. districts. Right. Um, so we we considerably uh, we're we're shrinking slowly in population, while most other states are growing. Uh, it's a real problem. It, it's creating a tremendous amount of strain on um, uh, the state as a whole. You know, people are trying to find jobs. A lot of times, they they find jobs in other states. I have. Uh, multiple family members who have had to relocate to other states with better tax climates, better business environments than in Illinois. Uh, and I think a huge, huge part of that problem is is our government, uh, how much it costs to feed that government. Um, and so, you know, in reality, uh, corporate welfare programs increase the size and scope of government and end result is that higher taxes across the board. It would be a much better tax policy to end all of those corporate welfare programs and use that additional revenue uh, to kind of buy down the tax rate so it's revenue neutral. Um, and, and that would be much better for the state of Illinois. And then we can start working towards major tax cuts in the future. And what happens so often in these is that you get people who make this about, you know, well, again, don't you don't you love the Bears? Don't you want to see the Bears? Of course, everybody in Chicago, I'm sure, wants to see the Bears thrive and 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 be great. Um, but but that's not what this is about. Somebody's got to stand up and and work on the work for the right thing here. Um, what? How many schools, by the way, would be affected if this were to go into effect? This TIF district how 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 many schools would be affected there well there's three school districts that would be affected um the district 15 would be impacted the most they're the k through eight school district in the area and they have 100 percent of the property area where the uh, the bears want to do their development there's a couple high school districts that are split as well um, so there's at least two high schools that are going to be impacted uh, by this and a number of grade school districts, uh, grade schools as well. Um, but, you know, it goes further than just the, the immediate area. Uh, it's really going to impact the whole district. And I think that there's something like 40 different schools between um, uh, both Palatine Township and Wheeling Township, where this is really going to have the biggest impact. Um, so, yeah, I'd be concerned if I was a parent in either of those school districts. Um, I would be concerned if I was a taxpayer in either of those school districts. So there's a lot of risk here right now uh, from this proposed project and how much money the bears want from taxpayers in order to help pay for it. And I've got to, I can't help but stop and think about that, you know, a single mom uh, who's got a couple of kids, maybe going to that school district and now faces, gee, I, you know, I, I work hard. I, I'm maxed out and now I'm going to pay, I'm going to may end up having to pay more taxes, but less of it going to my kid's school. And this is ultimately what it gets down to. We all can think about the the bears, and I know the politicians tend to think about you know the bears because they're they're the big name and and everybody loves them, wants them to be around. But somebody has to think of that single mom who's struggling to make ends meet, and that's what you're trying to do in this, right? Yeah, it's it's it, when you're talking about. Um, the average taxpayer or even someone who's in a difficult uh, situation like that single mom, they don't really 
have the same power or clout um, that the Chicago Bears do. And even mm -hmm. our organization doesn't have the same power or clout. Um, you know, we got up at, at board meetings before and, you know, the Chicago Bears have as much time as they want to present their case to the, the people of Arlington Heights and past board meetings. We get three minutes and um it's unfortunately you know uh, tough to to break through but we're doing a couple of things worse we're we're petitioning um we're trying to get a referendum on the ballot that would allow the taxpayers of arlington heights to have a say we did a poll where we polled the people of arlington heights and they said overwhelmingly this is really interesting uh, uh i think it was 71 percent of people want the bears but 68 percent of people that we polled in Arlington Heights said that they don't want to have to pay for it as taxpayers. So we're trying to give voice to those people. We're giving them opportunities to make a difference on the grassroots level to um, give them a fighting chance to um, stop this from happening in the wrong way and hopefully leading to uh, a better deal for the taxpayers where the bears are treated more equally like everyone else. Are you finding some allies as you're as you're going through this? Uh, obviously, some citizens. I would think you're finding allies there. But how about these school districts? Are they are they concerned about this and and joining your effort, or or, or how is it going? So they they have made a number of public comments of, about concern. Um, the high school district 214, there's something called PILT. The Bears, you know, they're not satisfied with just going after money from the local governments in the mm -hmm. form of the TIF district, but now they're pursuing state legislation that essentially would allow them to negotiate their own special property tax rate um, that's lower than any other business in Arlington Heights um, or any other resident that's in Arlington Heights. And so uh, there's a there's a concern that you know this if we don't put a stop to it here, um, that they'll just keep pushing harder and harder and harder for more tax breaks, tax advantages, taxpayer subsidies. Um, and we're really um, doing our best at the on, in the state house and on the ground. You know, I've gathered signatures from more than 500 residents in Arlington Heights, people who have the same viewpoint that we do, that they're okay with the Bears coming to Arlington Heights, but they don't want to have to pay for it. And they want the opportunity to vote on any deal that's proposed before it's made permanent. And uh, the people of Arlington Heights are left holding the bag like the people in Chicago are apparently going to be left holding the bag if the Bears decide that they're going to relocate without um, uh, really paying off those bonds that were were designed to bring them there in the first place. So that's what we're doing. Such an incredible story. I mean, to think this this whole thing in 2004, the $660 million, they've only paid off $10 million of it, may leave the taxpayers of Chicago holding the bag. Why would anybody go for a deal like this? And here's what I don't understand. Why is this not one of the biggest stories, national stories around when you've got a six, a, a company worth $6 billion that is shaking down, essentially shaking down taxpayers for this and threatening that if you don't do this, we're going to, we're going to leave. It, it's just, it's amazing that this story isn't told more often. Why, why do you think that is Brian? Well, I, you know, one thing that we hear sometimes from people is that they think it's a done deal and that there's nothing that they can do individually to change the outcomes of what 
happens. But that's really what AFP Illinois is all about, is that we are trying to, you know, organize them, help them uh, really take on the powers that be and make it so that it's not inevitable anymore. Um, obviously, the NFL has had great success in both, you know, just the, their basic business plan. Um, they have the biggest TV deals in the country and highest ratings and all that, but they've also been really good at shaking down the taxpayers all across the country. And I know that AFP, some of our other chapters have fought and had some successes. Sometimes we've lost as well, but we're really, uh, I think that what's great about this issue in a kind of an ironic way is that it really for people that are not that interested in policy, um, a lot of the time when it comes to a, a sports behemoth that they see on TV all the time, it really starts opening up people's eyes to some of the issues surrounding corporate welfare. And they realize that there are unfair things going on. And if groups like AFP Illinois exist and are helping them, uh, I think that we are going to start turning the tide in the other direction and um, defeating more of these really bad deals in the future. And that's what our goal is to kind of empower uh, the people of Arlington Heights to um, take hold and, and make sure that they have a huge say in this and they don't just get run over by the politicians. Well, and as I look at this issue, this should be an issue. This shouldn't be a left issue or a right issue. I mean, last I checked, I mean, I would think a, a Bernie Sanders would be opposed to something like this, mm-hmm. but I would also suspect that there would be politicians out there who are, you know, fiscal conservatives who would see this and say, you know, this is, isn't right. Um, so it's not a left or a right issue. And that's what I love about the issue. This is a right versus wrong issue. Uh, any final thoughts on that? No, we we totally agree with that. We did some polling in regards to our Prairie State Promise, which is kind of our legislative agenda for the state of Illinois. We polled corporate welfare and people across the political spectrum, Republican, independent, Democratic, um, they are opposed to corporate welfare and they wish that government would create a system where people are treated more equally underneath the law. Um, And so and it's across the board, it's like really promising results where the about 70% across the board uh, oppose these kind of corporate welfare deals and then between 10 and 20% that support and then another 10 or 20% that don't really um, have a strong opinion. But I I think as far as polls go, I mean, you don't see that a lot in policy where you have such strong views across the political spectrum on an issue like that. And so when we're knocking on doors in Arlington Heights, we don't skip any doors. We hit on uh, Republicans doors, we hit independent stores, we hit Democrats doors and um, people across the political spectrum um, overwhelmingly support what our position is, is treat everyone equally. Don't give any special deals, especially not to big businesses. And so we'll continue to fight for that. And it's 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 definitely something that makes it a little easier for us to organize around when there's this broad support across the political spectrum on an issue. Well, thank you, Brian. I, I really appreciate Brian Costin, the deputy director for the state of Illinois for Americans for Prosperity, joining us today. And, you know, I would say this is you're watching the big game this uh, this coming weekend. Think about and, and you're thinking and watching these million dollars uh, 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 for a 30 second ad or whatever it might be. I want you to think about that family that family in Arlington Heights that's struggling 
They're trying to make in meats. Inflation's already clipped them and hit them really hard. And they're working to do their very best to keep above water in all of this. And then you have a $6 billion franchise, football franchise, come in and say, oh, we just need a little bit more. You need to give a little bit more. And again, I can't understand how any American would look at that and not just be really compelled to, to, to help out and to do the right thing here. And the right thing would be to not have this deal. So thanks to, uh, thanks to AFP Americans for Prosperity, Illinois for their work on this. Brian, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah. If you have uh, a corporate giveaway that's going around soaking the taxpayers, by the way, in your community, or if you'd like to get connected with Americans for Prosperity state chapter, be sure to email me at jeff at americanpotential.com. The American Potential Podcast. You know, we're always looking for stories to help keep you informed as well as inspired. And I hope that this one inspired you to take action against this kind of recklessness really in your own community as well. And we'd love for you to stay connected by liking and subscribing to our channel. And you can follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube. If you know of a great story of someone that's working or expanding freedom and opportunity that you'd love to share, be sure to go to our website, AmericanPotential.com. Be sure to fill it out and to share your story submission with us. All right. Thanks for listening to American Potential. Thank you for listening to American Potential. You may listen to more stories from Americans working every day to expand freedom and opportunity in their communities by visiting AmericanPotential.com.